Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And this is Jen. What's up, everybody? Back. What's good? What's good? What's good? Uh, has everybody adjusted to the the extra hour of sleep we got this morning? Nope. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm telling you now, they need to stop playing with this time. It's really oh. unnecessary uh, now. Yeah. No. You know, because we're not on, we're not on farms. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I ask the same question every year, and I'm gonna ask it again. How many people ended up in Sunday school today, thinking they were going to regular service? <laughs> right. Right. You looking at the pastor, the Sunday school teacher looking at you. You looking at the little bit of kids. Like, what am I doing up in here? Well, I think now it's a digital age. Like, so many people, like, are, they don't think about it because, like, your phone automatically updates. It's not like before where you had to get up and, like, set all your clocks back in your house. Like, no, they just automatically do it. So I think everybody jumped on board. Why are why you going to make me feel bad? Because I have to actually <laughs> get up and change all my damn clocks. I got to change all my clocks. <laughs> you, need to, you need to climb on into the 21st century. Nah, this on this on some new stuff, but you got to set the clock still. Right, right. Well, in other news, um, wow, Al, really? In other news, this is this is this is something very important. Now, like this, I was reading an article. Uh, a lady by the name of Jennifer Marie Vargas uh, allegedly tore her son's scrotum. Um, six years old. Yeah, he, she, she, uh, yeah, she bruised him, and uh, she actually tried to uh, patch it up with some super glue and um, made him go back to bed and just put paper towels in his underwear for him, you know, just to go to sleep. So she faces up to ten wow. years for this particular incident, which she will be tried for neglect, you know, with this incident. So. Really? They need to do that, that castration thing that they do to the women's over in Africa. Let her see how Ooh. they do it. Why, right. was she, why was she doing that? 
don't understand. She was trying to call herself disciplined, little boy, and uh, mm-hmm. she got a little out of hand with it. You know what I'm saying? He was he was not bad, not cutting up or anything, but she just wanted to discipline him, and that was a form of discipline. You know, like you know how some people say, "I'm gonna take your, your you know, and then twist them or whatever the case may be." You cannot do that to a child. Yeah, crazy. Crazy is an understatement. I mean, real talk. They need to do something to her. I really it's do. Like, feel what's like. wrong with these parents here in Atlanta this weekend? You had a parent who set their child in a trash can and then like try to burn the little girl up and like set it on fire. It's like I I, I can't like watch news anymore. It's just like what are people thinking? Um, yeah, I, I, sick. I don't know. Just sick. Just sick as a dog. I mean, it's, it's, it's neglect is an understatement for that lady and what happened. You know, with the little girl that was trying, they were trying to burn up. It's primarily the fact that we in a, we in a time where people are so selfish that they don't want to take the time to be patient with their kids. You know, right? A lot of people sit up there and just go hard on their kids. It, you have to have a balance of of love, discipline. You have to have a balance of understanding, and you know what I'm saying. You gotta have a balance of all that. If you don't, and I mean, you're not helping your child out, and a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Well, I really hate that. I, 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 that's 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 to the extreme of you know discipline. I mean, I've seen a lot in my lifetime of dealing with what I do at work, whatever. But that's some of these things in which we have seen lately have been really to the extreme. So, well, they, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it has to be an intervention somewhere, hell. Somebody mm-hmm. got to stop this foolishness. This crap right. has to stop, man. Somewhere. Right. Or we're going to keep losing all these kids to this foolishness. You know, right. like, I, mean, you know I don't want to go, uh, you know, churchy with it, but it is the devil being very sick. All right. Who, who playing my board now? That was me, man. That was an accident. Yeah. All right, now. <laughs> All right. But, um, hey, man, to everybody out there that, you know, has been supporting us in the, the Talk of the Town show, man, we appreciate each and every last one of you guys. This past weekend, this Thursday that just passed, man, we had a great show with our man Big Sunt, the Great American Mattress Sale. I know a lot of y'all may be like, what is the Great American Mattress Sale? Well, that's his way of telling everybody, stop sleeping on me. <laughs> right. I'm a dope artist, Big Sun. Um, he's he's known for being with Big Chris, but he's a great artist on his own. So if you see the Great American Magic Sale on DJBooth.com, make sure you go ahead and download it. That's for all my hip hop heads or people that want to hear something. Now it's not for the faint at heart. It's not for children. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's hip hop and it is for grown people. So make sure you go out there and support that man and go back and listen to this show and all the shows that we have on our archive here. On Blog Talk Radio, the Middleman Talk Show, Talk of the Town, and also Tuesday Morning Takeover. Most definitely, most definitely. We're definitely trying to get all our listeners up to 70,000, so please continue to download and download and download so we can get to that 70,000 mark by December 31st, 2013. Yes, sir. Also, what about the uh, going to the Southern Entertainment Award to make sure you vote for us? Left on or what was slept on personality? Left on, slept on radio personality of the year. 
Make sure you go vote. Use every last one of your email addresses. We would greatly appreciate that. If you got five, use ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. But on to today, man. What's going on? Let everybody know what we got going on today, Mr. Allen. Mr. Allen. Here we go. Uh, in uh, today's show, we're actually talking about, of course, the title of today's show, as you see, is Actions and Thoughts of a Queen. Now, what do we mean about that? Now, of course, if you look at the word queen, queen also associates with the word king as far as you have to be a queen in order to have a king, right? So in today's society, men and women have strived to become more and more independent by nature. Real men, as I say real men, have grown to understand the need of becoming more educated, spiritual, and understanding of his role as head of the household. The only thing lacking in the only thing lacking is his bride, his wife, his mother of his children, his support, and his lover. So today we will be discussing what are the needs of a man from a woman. Some of the things we want to point out today are the basic needs of, uh, of a man. Like what, what, do, what do he want or what do he feel like he needs from a woman? How can a woman identify the differences between a man's physical and emotional needs? Because there, there are differences. What are the differences between... Um, the educated, independent woman versus the dependent, nurturing woman of the years of our grandparents. Why is it that some women feel that the need to be dominant towards men? Can this woman ever become more humble and understand her role in the relationship? And how can a woman express her feelings towards a man without making him feel less than a man in public, around his boys, etc.? And what can a man do to help his woman understand uh, understand him and his thought process with the decision he makes and vice versa. What can a woman do to help that man understand her? And should couples attend like marriage counseling? Should that be like a consistent treatment option throughout the whole relationship or marriage with those particular people? So we want to get into all that and help get an understanding around that. We do have some clips and we wish, in which we will play today to help give some more insight on where this topic came from. And uh, if you have any comments, if you're on the chat board, please put, please put your comments there if you're on the phone line. Um, or if not, you can dial 718-508-9972. Hit the number one, and someone will definitely get to you, so we can definitely get your comments of today. So, Jen. Yes. I know you're the only lady today right now. And yes, I'm represent, ladies. I, all right. That's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to hear. I'm going to try to remain as neutral as possible. Because I know sometimes, you know, to our audience and, and to you, Jen, sometimes I feel like maybe KC and I be getting at you. Okay. Because you've already said some things uh, in your questions that just need to be really addressed. So I'm ready to okay. get in. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up. So... The phone lines are open. Like I said again, dial 718-508-9972. We can definitely get to your comment. Just press the number one and we'll definitely get to you so we can go ahead and get into this conversation of today. So I guess we can start off with, I mean, we can go from both, both perspectives of what each person feels like, you know, the needs of a man consists of. I mean, you know, versus a woman's point of view as far as looking at a man or being around a man, you, Jen, you can give us some insight on that. But, of course, as me and Kevin and I can give us our own personal opinions about what the needs of a man are. So, and, there, okay. and there are differences between needs and wants. 
So notice I did not put anything about want in there. It was all about needs today. So, okay. Um, you, you, go first. Go ahead, Al. So, okay. As far as, um, as a man, I mean, I feel like the biggest thing is, of course, you know, having, you know, that support, you know, that, and support can be looked at as, you know, spiritual, emotional, physical, you know, medical, all that. You know, just being there for that man in general, having his back um, with everything that he does and with, and with any choice that he makes. Even if he's wrong or whatever, support him. You know, a smart man will come around and understand whether or not he made a mistake. So, mm. how you about that? <laughs> Well, I think that's true. I think, ladies, it is very important to support your man. I think it's important to encourage him, and it's important to be his backbone. It's important to the seeds that he plant, you water it. As his wife, as his woman, that is your job. However, if your man is wrong, I think that a good woman, a good woman does not directly lash out at her man, but she can direct him to let him think rethink his process and that's that's becoming a woman with maturity you don't have to necessarily you know point a finger at him and tell him you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you know you get him to think about it in another perspective and that's the power of being a woman and there's an art to that and and i think that the teaching of that art has been lost among some women where now we're so combative you know, like we're in a war, and, and you don't have to be at war with your man because men don't like that, you know, because it's only one captain of the ship, and if you're a good woman, you know that you're you're really steering the ship. Just let him think that he's the captain, lady. Oh, really? There we go. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let him think that he's actually steering the ship, but y'all actually running it. Yeah, right? you're steering the ship, ladies. We're, we're steering the ship. We're directing it. Just let him be the captain. Let him hold the captain title. Let him be the captain. Let him be addressed as the captain. But you mm -hmm. know that, you know, you hold the map. Hmm. Well, y'all drinking on some strong Kool-Aid with them. <laughs> right, exactly. So, I mean, so so I guess I guess in Gene's mind, that's, that's how it works, I guess. I don't know. That is um, how it works in life. Uh, that life? is how it works in, that, in life. That is the typical feminist point of view. No. Yes, I said it. Why? Because you don't want to admit that your wife, she's steering the ship. She just lets you think that you're steering the ship. No, really. She's not steering the ship because God made me the head. Period. Yeah, so she lets you be the head. But a good How person she let me do wife. And sometimes men are wrong. Sometimes men are wrong. And it's not your place as a woman to correct that man or to, you know, make him feel inferior. It's your place to say, here, honey, what about steer this way? I bet you'll think it better. And he'll think that he thought of it. See, you're uh, a man, so you don't know how this works. But that's this a very is how, diluted this is how man that operates. thinks like that. What? Really? I said that's a very diluted man that thinks like that. No, 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 no. You, you, you're a man, so you don't know how the game works. Okay. That's how it works. Well, how about this then? We got, we got, we got some clips right here, Jen. We have some clips right here. This clips, these clips right yeah, here. I want to hear this. Where, where are the basis of this story right here? This, this whole conversation right here. 
And um, we're gonna let we're gonna hear a different perspective of a woman. She's in the same lane that you're in, but these are the thoughts of a queen. These are the thoughts of a of a, a lady that will let you hear how she feels. What will keep a man? This is what's gonna keep your man at home. Check this one out. Go back and look at your grandparents' marriage, and they've been married 40, 50 years. I bet you will notice some things that your grandmother did or that your grandmother told you that helped you get along with your grandfather a lot better. One of the things I noticed is that my grandparents never argued that much. Now, my grandfather would come in sometimes and lay the law down, and my grandmother would say her one or two things and back on her pop of it. She'd go, hmm. And I realized that she had a whole lot more power in her silence than she did by arguing with him. Sometimes we have to realize that we do have to choose our battles and that sometimes it's better to be happy than to be right all the time. And trust me, I've come to find out something about smart men. When a smart man thinks about it and realizes that you were right, they'll come back after they've calmed down a bit and they'll acknowledge that. If you've got a man who can never acknowledge when he's wrong, you've got some problems that cannot be covered in this video. Mm. Yeah. Now, you heard that, right? This is coming from a woman. I totally agree with her. I know you do. You're supposed to. And the thing about it is she made one statement that I want to definitely just dive in, happy over right. How many women rather be right than be happy? So many of us. Because like I said, I think that one thing that has happened in the evolution of um, of women throughout the years, especially the 21st century woman, you know, we have to be, like it's a competition, boy versus girl, girl versus boy, and we're, we're very competitive. And we don't know how to differentiate the difference of being competitive in the boardroom to being competitive at, at, in your home. And, and I think that that is the line that sometimes we forget how to balance. But, Jen, when did that dynamic start? And, and like I said, and I, I don't mean to throw it on that lane because we did have a show about feminism. The thing, when it becomes a competition between man and woman, we didn't start that. Not saying we as black people, no, but that, men didn't that start women, that competition. I think when women started to enter the workforce and we started to become, you know, Manly. a climb up the corporate ladder, I think that this competition was drove like was drove into boys and girls, you know, teaching girls how to be competitive. And I think that's wonderful. I'm a competitive person. If you uh-huh. work with me, you know that I'm a beast, you know, at work. So I, I'm very competitive. But balance in line of being competitive professionally should not translate into your being competitive at home. And learning how to balance that and turn that off, I think that is a lesson that a lot of women struggle with. You know, not to be, you know, being competitive with your coworker is not the same. You don't have to be competitive with your man. You're not in a competition to win who's on first, you know, and I think that's a, that happens to a lot of girls. Well, you guys need to learn to turn it off or you'll be lonely, cats and all. That's point blank, cats and all. You you will be the loneliest. Song. I if, mean, if you don't know something? Kevin, for everybody out there in the radio world, he is constantly threatening people. Hunt hint with like being a cat lady. Uh, most most lonely women are cat ladies. <laughs> to keep it real. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. They got cats yes, they all are. in the house. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh gosh. 
But but you know, realistically, you know, just even from the competition factor, you know, as a man, we don't mind seeing a woman being competitive, but not always against us. And especially if it's my lady. Now, if you're being competitive, I want you to see. I want to see you be competitive in life. That's that's with your job. That's with with your children. You know what I mean when I say with your children. But you know, in those aspects, instead of every time I come home, you got to be trying to swing it harder than me. Yeah, and I think that's, that's why true. I said a lot of girls just don't know how to turn that off. Well, I mean, well, well, I mean, is it is it more of a? Um, I guess you would say a dominating type feeling. Meaning having a control of something? Yeah, if you are the winner, you have control. And if you don't lose control, then you have control over your emotions. And, and not control over your emotion equates to weakness, and weakness equates to failure. And I think that right. that's the, a lot of the process that happens with women. You know, you build this wall up in front of you, and I'm strong, and okay. I don't need to let anyone in, and I'm not going to be weak, or I'm not going to be vulnerable. But part of being a woman is being it's vulnerable, being vulnerable. It's being, True. you know, passionate. But it doesn't have to be this wall. And, I, you know, we have to find a way to start breaking this down, or we're going to you know, and especially African-American women because we're not being married. And it comes to, the, comes to the point where, you know, I might make more than you and I, you know, have a better position or a better job, so therefore I should dominate you. But in the science of life of men and women, that doesn't work. And it's not going to work for a blue-collar man or, or a white-collar man or, or whomever. So that's why a lot of us find, I, find ourselves you know, in the running to beat it. You know, for better words, as Kevin says, cat women. Right. Well, let me. I want to. I want to dwell a little bit on the word dominant. Um, a lot of men like we don't want that dominant type woman in general. Um, like she has to be dominant, and of course, things as far as like you know, being a go getter with you know her her needs and her goals in life. But as far as like in the relationship type situation, we want a woman who will listen and also follow as well, too, um, because if you look at the team perspective, we both will win. So if we are working together instead of working against each other, we're both, you know, striving to fulfill each other's needs. The man is also, you know, getting what he feels as a woman to him because, I mean, we can care less about where you work. The thing is about it is as far as, like, you taking care of yourself as a woman, you know, you being presentable, you being our lady and only our lady, and then you being what we want you to be in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Having those motherly qualities, um, you know, being able to, you know, present as a good mother to future kids or kids in general, um, coming home and, you know, having that warm feeling when you walk through the door. That's what we're looking for. That's what we need but, instead of coming but home. But, Al, to, I think also I want us to recognize in defense of ladies, another thing that conditioned us, and we've talked about this on previous shows, is that so many women were, have been forced to be the dominant because men who are supposed to be kings, who are supposed to step up and take care of the household, don't show up. And when they don't show up, you cannot let the ship sink. You become the honorary captain, and a lot of women just get in that mode and don't know how to turn that out because they are the great mothers, and they're the great this and the great that. They have to have that because these men aren't showing up to be 
they're not showing and, up to be that dominant person on the other and side. And that goes and that goes off of something else we talked about, which is if you choose a crappy man, what are you gonna get out of that? Crap. If you choose a man that has, you know, those good ambitions, those things that that, that you can see as far as he knows what he wants in the future. He has career goals. He has uh, what you would want as far as having, I guess you would call husband material. Because we, we, we look at women, if you don't have those wifey materials or whatever, we already know what you're going to be towards us. And it ain't going no further than that. But that goes off of, you know what I'm saying, like if she knows this dude ain't, it's, it's, it's still in the streets. He's with different types of guys. I, I mean, excuse me. Well, guys too now these days. But different types of women. Um, he don't have no career goals or no job. I mean, that's her fault. But if you see a that's guy. That's her fault? You're blaming it on her? So exactly, many times because, on here, on this show, I hear you guys on, say stuff about how well, we're, women are snobs and we won't give regular guys no, 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 a chance. No. Listen, listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not basing it on the whole perspective of women, I'm based on the individual woman who makes those choices with those type of men. If you see he has three or four kids, but you still want to sleep with him, you still want to be his boo thing, whatever, and you know it ain't going to get no further than that, that's your fault. You made those choices. Mom and dad didn't make you make those choices. You made those choices. Your ex-boyfriends did not make you make those choices. You made those choices. You still chose to be with that type of dude. So, as well, a, man, a lot of ladies give guys chances. No, 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 no. It, 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 yeah, most definitely. But when you meet someone new, they should have, like, you know what you don't want after that previous relationship. But every person deserves those same chances or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't put all men in the same box. But if you know on the front end and you see on the front end that he ain't work crap, why waste your time? And see, we're not going to waste our time. You know what I'm saying? So we don't, we're not looking for a woman like that. Like, well, real men are not looking for a woman like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you still have boys out here that want a girl for that convenience, but then they still have those other girls outside of that to complete the piece of the pie. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't talking about them men. We ain't talking about them. We're talking about real men who understand, you know what I'm saying, their well, right. you know, Just to be honest, General. for the ladies out there, I know that y'all are going to crucify me for saying this, but they are hard to find. Mm. No. Uh-uh. No. Matter yeah, they fact, are. Matter of fact, I, I, want, I want to play something for you right here. And this this one way how you can find a good man, too, right here. This nigga did my heart. If you can do this, you in my lane. Check this one out. The other thing is, ladies, cooking is a bigger deal to them than we realize. I don't think it's so much about the food because they could always eat out, but I think it's that nurturing thing and fixing their plate and bringing it to them is a big, big deal. I've seen that really score some points with some fellas. So every now and then, ladies, make it about him. You know, fix his food, bring him a beer, have the remote by the TV, those kind of things. They may not say it, but they like to be pampered a little bit too. So whenever you can, I know you're a busy, career, working woman, got kids, some of you have them, but every now and then it needs to be all about him and you need to treat him like a king. Yeah, 
pampered. Bring my plate. Love it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I totally agree. And ladies, if you don't know how to cook, you know, if something happens. I have a lot of friends that, like, they think it's cute to say, oh, I don't, I don't know how to cook. Like, if you don't know how to cook, invest in a cookbook. You know, go find someone who does know how to cook and, you know, learn how to. Or, you know, it's important. I mean, that's, that's, it's important. that's, a, that's a preliminary question for me. I mean, like, that's probably <laughs> question number three on my list. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't cook, man. We ain't got nothing to talk about. At all. I mean, because I'm not going to, I mean, I blame, me, I blame your mama. Because if your mama or your daddy ain't teach you how to cook, or maybe your aunt and uncle, whatever, grandmama, I blame them, man. But you know, one thing, one thing, too, that she said, you know, a lot of women, a lot of women do have this happen, but they, they don't, they overlook it. You have some guys that can cook, and they do attempt to cook. I mean, a man shows his appreciation in many ways. If a man try to cook for you, take that as a special thing. But preferably, yeah. a man wants a woman to cook for him, not to be my mother, but shows me it shows the appreciation of you towards me when you take your time. You may be tired, you may have be you know have things going, and a man recognize that. You know what I'm saying? But if you take the time, say, hey, I'm gonna cook you something special, or when I come home, because I mean, you do have some men that may take it for granted. But if a man is paying attention, he's very thankful when his lady yeah. cooks. I mean, she cooks every day. So, I mean, and hot up. pockets don't cut it. Don't think you oh, can just God, cook no. in my hot pocket. No, no TV dinners, the <laughs> little 99 cents, Walmart <laughs> meals. You know, I mean, no, but really. there's, there's so many options out there for the ladies, you know, that, that don't know how to cook or whatever the case may be. I mean, you can go on YouTube. I mean, nowadays, you can go on YouTube. You don't even have to watch the cooking network or anything like that. You can get simple recipes and yep. learn them from YouTube. I mean, dude. It's, it's, it's all about the placement on the plate. It's exactly. all about the placement. If you make it look like it's, you know, elaborate on the plate, I mean, he won't know the difference. You know what I'm saying? Especially and ladies, Trader Joe's and Whole Foods have meals. Just put it in the pot, turn it on like it's been cooking, and, you know, do your thing. But it's just the effort. I mean, it's the effort because we do like it. We like to be pampered. We like to think mm-hmm. that it's all about us. You know what I'm saying? It may be something simple like, man, I just threw some mess together. But we look at it like, man, she throws. Damn. You know what I'm saying? It's right. the effort. It's the thought. Just like when we get up and get out there and mow that yard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. We get out there and fix on the roof. Or and I like men to cook for me, too. I think that's super sexy. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I love when a guy cooks for me. That's so sexy. And, and and we need to learn also. But as far yeah. as the actions and the thoughts of a queen, as far as with the topic of what we're talking about, the phone lines are open if you guys would like to get in the conversation with us today. Uh, 718-508-9972, press number one, we'll bring you in. But if you have these thoughts and, and, and you show these actions, therefore you will be the queen of the house. You know, I know some guys are not deserving to be a king, but you can actually be the queen of your house if you... If you follow certain guidelines, I mean, just like the first clip, if you missed it, things that happened in the past, some of the things that worked in the past, they still can work now. If the wheel ain't broke, you know nope. what I'm saying, stop trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. that's what a lot of us are guilty of. We're trying to always fix the wheel, not realizing that the simplest thing. And, and back to your point, Jen, of uh, 
you know, being dominant or whatever the case may be. If a man is not present to be dominant, why does, I mean, why did the woman have to take up that mantle? You know what I mean? It's, it's like, if I'm the, like Al used the analogy of sports, if I'm the point guard and you the shooting guard, or I'm the shooting guard and you the point guard, no matter what, we have designed positions. You don't have to say, well, since the point guard ain't doing nothing, I'm going to take over and be the, be the point guard because I'm the shooting guard, or the shooting guard be the point exactly. guard. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Take your position, and therefore when that position is need to be filled, the right person will be in that position to fill that position for you. Not to say that mm-hmm. a woman has to be dominant, you know what I'm saying, to make that relationship work. That doesn't make sense, in my opinion. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The spiritual aspect of, of that woman will help that man become more dominant because, you know, if you, if you look at the Bible, I mean, the woman has to be more spiritual than the man to help him to to continue his spirituality, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, sometimes, we, you know, it's hard. But if you have that woman at home that is grounded and will help you, help you to remain focused, I mean, you won't stray away. You will not. And his ladies. Let him think he's the captain and you steer the ship. You be his spiritual guide. That's the same go. thing. The key there word there is let. You don't have to let nobody right. do nothing. If he is, he is. If he's not, he's exactly. not. You don't have to let anything happen or be. You know what I mean? It is what it is. You're, you're taking it too far. You know, a lot of times, you know, like because of the competitiveness, you know, it has to be just like, you know, there was this era where everyone said that relationships were 50-50 and, you know, everything has to be split down the middle. And I remember having a conversation with my mother and she told me relationships aren't 50-50. You know, they're, they're 100 and 100, but, but right. each person gives their, gives their all in a different way, you know, in, in different aspects. And I think that, you know, that's the thing, you know, I, I can't be, you know, there, I can't you know, take the role and say, well, I'm in charge, too. No, because, you know, that creates confusion. You know, uh-huh. just let him be the person to step out, you know, I guess, or, you know, allow yourself to to not want to claim that role um, and know that you have your own reign as top person in your own way. And even though, it, it you know, um, it might not show it in the same way, but it is the same, you know, you are here, too, just in a different way. Um, I have another clip if y'all don't mind. I think this is one of the most important aspects of a relationship regardless of, of you know, our positioning. But y'all check this one out. It's, it's short and simple. Check this one out. The other thing that's real important is respect, which ties into what I just said. Always respect that man. We want to be loved. We want to be cherished. We want to be pampered. The most important thing to a man is respect. You cannot love a man that you don't first respect. And I think that honoring and respecting them is a part of the big deal. I think that's why the honor and obey and the submission part is such a big deal to some men in the marriage vows. Honor and respect that man. Honor and respect that man. Right. Hmm. You think that's happening? No, they took, that, they took that out of the marriage files. It doesn't. I don't think it says that anymore. Yeah, it does. Said it when I got married. I'm talking that's about now. Recent. Not recently. What you trying to say? Sound <laughs> <laughs> like I, I got mean, married back in the 1980s, 50s or something. <laughs> 
the nineteen tens. Nineteen tens. Yeah. I mean, you didn't get married in the twenty first century. I don't oh think. My God. <laughs> Look, man, you, you you should still love and honor, you know, both both persons. I mean, you know, what I'm saying in general, but love and honor your man. I mean, if you love and honor him, you will show respect to him. No, obey. That's what they took out. They took out the word obey. That's what they removed. Man, you supposed so you to be love, honor, and obey. Obey. What's wrong with so, obey? Okay, 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 Jen. Okay, Jen. So, what does the word being submissive mean to you? Because every submissive. female has their own definition of what submissive means. So what does it mean to you? Being submissive is being given in to that your husband is the head of your household. Being submissive mm. means mean committing to being his support and his backup. Being submissive means that you will honor what he says and honor his position as the leader of your family. Being submissive means knowing when to back off and, and giving that respect to your man and, and knowing that God says that you're supposed to, I guess, you know, honor your marriage vows of, you know, loving him and, you know, letting him be the, the leader of your household. That's what submission means to me. Hmm. Okay. okay. The key word she loves to use let. It is let, what it is. Right. He is your. But lead. a lot of women, a lot of women, mis- and we've had this conversation before. And a lot of women mistake submission with being ran over or letting right. someone, you know, you know, just totally control you. And being submissive doesn't mean that you, you know, are being, you know, controlled. I, I don't think that that's true at all. But you I know, think that, but you know, of course. That 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 is a part of the argument that you know um, some ladies have with men in general. You know that word submission. Um, it's like to them, it's like you're controlling the situation, controlling everything, and it really isn't. You know, it's understanding you your role the- as a woman in general in the relationship. You know, God, husband, wife. Uh-huh. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. And I think if you pick the right man, you're, the, the mm-hmm. man knows if you have a good husband, he's going to take your opinion into consideration. He's going to listen yeah. to you. Okay. He's going to, uh, um, you know, take what you say to heed and, and apply it to his decision. He just won't, you know, say it's my way or the highway. He's going to listen to right. what you think in your opinion. And so right. it, it, it's a two-way street. So if you have – it's not controlling – Submission and controlling are, are two separate words, and I think a lot of ladies equate, he's just going to do what he wants to do, and I'm not going to have an opinion. A good man is going to listen to you, and he's going to listen to your wants and your needs, and he's going to adhere to that in the decisions that he makes for your family. And sometimes he will concede to his wife's wants or needs, and sometimes he will make decisions in spite of them that he thinks are best for the family. And being submissive is to respect those times when that happens as well. I think, in my opinion, just in my opinion, I, I'm looking at this generation of young women that we have now. They're not equipped enough to uh, understand what it is to truly have a relationship with a man because it goes back to all the things that have been taught within the last 20 years to our young ladies. You know what I'm saying? To be the man. To be the man. You know what I'm saying? 
is, is, is detrimental to the relationship, and therefore we don't have a lot of healthy relationships out here at all. That's why we see so many women being promiscuous, more so than men now. And there's a lot of dudes out there that ain't doing right either. But it's, it's, the woman is not the nurturer anymore that she used to be. I hate to say that, but she's not. You know what I'm and saying? And men aren't what they used to be, too. Um, and what facet is a man not being a man? What facet would you say? Because a lot of men don't know how to be men. What, what these men that these men that that will that I that are willing for us to get out here and to be the um you know submissive to to be their backbone to be uh-huh. they are where are they Kevin we've had this conversation a thousand uh, times where are these have, you you have a lot of young men that are the backbone and would like to um would like to be the backbone yes there's a there's a deficit in there as far as teaching our young men what to do. And how to do, but there are a lot of young. I mean, either way it go. Let me. I rephrase that and say, our young people are not being taught the proper way how to be yeah, proper. There we go. That's the difference. There we go. That's the difference. There we go. So, yeah. uh, call lines are open. Uh, you can press number one if you're on the line listening now. Seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two is the number. Uh, but yeah, that is the difference right there. This particular generation is different, man. It's different. It is, and I think that, you know, we've got to find a way to teach young men and women, you know, how to create. And I think that when family structures were broken down, then a lot of these lessons are are being lost. A lot of people don't know, haven't seen examples of marriages, like good marriages themselves. They haven't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Now, do you think that this particular model... As far as what a good marriage is, what what it looks like, do you think it's, um, I guess you would say, uh, different versus maybe 30 years ago? Yes. I mean, no, what, the model, what, like the, the structure of what a marriage should be, no, that's constant. Right. Some things are universal truths. A man's position, right. a woman's position, those are universal truths, and universal truths don't change. That's, you okay, know, so what about, time, that's how it is. Okay, so so what do you feel about, you know, you have, uh, like we know, you know, we, you know I'm, I am thankful and I am happy that a lot of our black women are excelling more in life and getting better jobs and making a lot of money. What about the role of, as far as a man becoming a house dad? Now, you know, there's a TV show about this now where it's a, a group of guys and they're house dads and they live the life, I guess you would say, of a housewife. They do all the things that a normal housewife would do. They do it as a house dad. Do you feel like this could be like a different wave of what things used to be? Or is that like well, a... you know, like a lot of people aren't cool with it. I know that, you know, y'all are so machismo that you probably aren't cool with it. But, yeah. you know, I would be cool with it. But I say in that no. situation, in that dynamic, it's harder for him. Because you, when the woman is a bread, the breadwinner wants to be in charge. I mean, they just do. And no. so when you are the no. sole breadwinner, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard for some yeah. women to adjust to... to come home and, and listen to their guy as the dominant role in the relationship. It's hard for some, but some people make it work. Jen, a woman is a woman regardless of how much money she makes. She wants to be treated like a woman. She wants to be revered as a woman no matter how much money she makes. And for a man to sit up here and sit in a house with his woman making all the money, 
East Florida South. For real. That's my opinion. No man should sit down and let his wife take all that responsibility. That's my opinion. Well, I think we do have a, uh, a caller that would like to uh, comment. Um, let's get that caller, please. The caller, uh, 2527, you're now live on the Little Man Talk Show. Hello? What's up, man? Yes. KT, what's going on, man? It's your boy, T-Boy, man. What's happening, T? What's going on, man? Ain't nothing, man. Chilling, man. Listening to y'all radio, man. Y'all making some good it. points. Appreciate it. But, yeah, I just want to comment, man, on the topic. Um, I think social media is raising our kids nowadays, man. You know, the women seeing all these video vixens out here, you know, selling their body for money and thinking that they can come up like that, you know what I'm saying? You got all these uh, twerking videos, and that's how women get known. Some of these women get known nowadays. And then the young young men, they missing their fathers. I'm a prime example of that. I got two kids that's being raised in Maryland, and, and they out of control because their mother isn't, you know what I'm saying, laying down the law, so to speak, like the fathers would. They're not that, that uh, they're not, they don't have that discipline right. because when they come here, they know that I'm, I don't tolerate it. If I say something one time and you don't do it, that's it. I'm on you. So, you know, social media and fathers missing is really is really uh, what's messing up our kids nowadays. Mm. Mm. Now, T, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question right here, man. Do you, do you think that, you know, this generation lacks the understanding of what it is to have a proper relationship? You know, I know oh, you said that social media is, is controlling them, but do you think it's deeper than the social media or do you think it's just a, a pure lack of control? Well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, the social media is what they understand because that's all that they see. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the young lady that was talking earlier on on your radio station, <clears throat> she had made mention uh, something similar to that. But if that's all they see, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all mm-hmm. over YouTube, you know, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, my son, he's, he, he right now, he's, he thinks he's an atheist because of something that he saw on YouTube. I had to take, uh, you know what I'm saying, a weekend and take him to a church just to talk to a youth pastor because I couldn't reach him. And he's 17. Uh. I couldn't reach him, but YouTube did. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So, and I'm, I've been in his life. He, he just moved with me two years ago. But social media is what got to him before I could because for his first 14 years of his life, he lived with his mom. Right. I was there on the weekends, but I wasn't there full time. So, uh. I mean, when you say is it deeper than that, I mean... Because they, they they like that understanding, uh, social media is what they understand. Right, right, right. Now, do you feel like you know at his age right now? Do you feel like he has that that understanding of what the role of a man should look like in his household when he gets his own? He's he's starting to, he's starting to develop that because for so long, like I said, he was with his mother and his mother worked mm-hmm. odd jobs. Um, she's passive, passive, so she couldn't really keep a relationship. So she was pretty much single for the first 14 years of his life. So mm. what, what he's learned over the past two years is, you know, how to be a man, how to respect a woman. Because right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't indulge like I used to. When he, lived, when, he, when he came to live with me, the first thing I did was, you know, I stopped bringing women over in front of him. Uh, they would right. have to come. They would have to if they did come over. You know, son, hey, go to your room. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to have company. But I didn't let him see me bringing different women in and out of my house because I didn't want him to think that hey, that's okay. Right. I, I always tell him, hey, man, you know, respect the woman. If you with a woman, be with one woman. If you married, be with you know, hey, be faithful to your wife. 
So, you know, I'm trying to develop that. I had to change my whole lifestyle just for him, you know what I'm saying, for the next how many ever years he's here, you know, next couple of years. Right. In, in order to make sure that he understands, give him the tools that he needs to become a productive citizen in this world because that's what we're not teaching our kids, man. That's all I tell him, man. You know, I, I would sacrifice the relationship that he, he and I have in order for him to be a productive citizen in this world. Most definitely. Man, T, man, we appreciate you for your comments, man. I appreciate you for calling in. And you just laid some more stuff onto the fire for this conversation, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. Hey, thanks a lot, man. I'm going to keep tuning in, man. Appreciate y'all. Man, spread the word, man. Spread the word. Thank you. All right. All right. I mean, you heard him, man. I mean, he will sacrifice for his son to make Mm -hmm. sure that he becomes a proper man. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean... Right. Just like I feel like our mothers should sacrifice for their daughters to show them the proper actions and the proper thought process to be the queen that she needs to be. Instead mm-hmm. of being bad girls, not every woman is like that. You know, the bad girl club and, and all these different right, right. types of attitudes that we see out here. Not not That's all true. of all the women, I'm not going to generalize women in that facet, but I know that if we're going to teach proper relationships and, and let our young ladies have the thoughts and the actions of a queen, you know, these are some of the things that she needs to hear. We need to show them. What you say, Al? We need to mimic the, the actions that they need to, I mean, they need to learn to mimic the actions that we need to do. I, I forgot how you used to phrase it, but, you know, they need to learn from us, basically. Right. But I love that yeah. women out here, um, because of the, that, you know, when we spoke about before the dynamic of family and when it changed, they don't have a situation where they can teach their daughters how to be a wife. Um, they don't have situations where they can yeah. teach their daughters, you know, how to carry themselves in certain manners. Most, you know, not most, I don't want to say most, but a lot of women, you know, who, you know, the bad girl clubs and the, you know, I see older women, you know, exemplifying those those things as well you know get yeah, that money you know they teach their daughter get that money from him do this do that instead of teaching them how to be wives or women or, or someone that a man would want to marry you know they teach them how to be go-getters and gold diggers and, and glorify prostitutes and and that is lessons that are being you know poured out into our communities and then we wonder why we have these girls and why men aren't having a support and it's a, a, a unending cycle you know and then you have men that don't have these women so they use these girls and it's a, just an unending cycle and we have a yeah. constant breakdown of marriage and relationship yeah yeah because at the end of the day like nobody wants to be alone and, of course, to try to fill that void, what are you going to do? You're going to call somebody who is available on your phone contacts to see if they can come fill that void for that evening. But what about that next day? What about that next mm-hmm. week? You know, what about that next year? Because if you continue down that path, I mean, you're going to be like another year. It's going to go down, go, go past, and then you're still doing the same thing. So, of course, you know, a man does want that, that woman that, you know, when he finds that, that good woman, he knows that he found his wife. Or whatever. So, and then of course she has to accept him as a man in order for him to become her husband. And when he is, and when they accept that, you know, of course under God, whatever, you know, they can finally create that household. Yeah. But from there, this is another question I want to ask: Should counseling be an intricate part in every relationship, no matter if it's good or bad? Should counseling be an intricate part in that relationship? Um, speaking, you know, speaking from my perspective, 
I think counseling should be a definite intricate part to that relationship because, number one, you need that third wheel. You need that, that unobjective person that can come mm-hmm. in and speak the truth to you, even though a lot of times you don't want to hear it. A lot of times right. you don't even want to deal with what you're seeing in front of you, just like, you know, when you have that, that barrier between you and your mate. You know what I'm saying? You need someone to come in and, you know, let's 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 knock this down so we can see each other again. You know, so right. I understand you. You can understand me. It it all depends on you know what I'm saying. Your, the level that you've taken your relationship to, and you know, and how if it's not bad, <laughs> you know, sometimes it can get so bad it's unsalvageable. But mm-hmm. I think that 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 insight from a, a person that really don't know you that well, but but basically can give you good guidance. It always helps. And I ain't talking about listening to your friend girl that had been through 50 relationships or right. your got it and, and slept with every girl on that side of town. You know, you need to get somebody that has a good moral compass from what you see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Someone that can tell you the proper things that can help you and ain't scared to tell you the truth even though you may not want to hear it. Or the older couple down the street that's been married for 56 years, having a conversation with them, how did they make it work? You know, what's, mm-hmm. you know, what's a lot of times if you don't have that example, find that example. You know, a lot of times people like that will tell you, you know, how they made it work and, you know, what they did to make it survive. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, now so many people through counseling, I think you could understand that everyone has problems. But I think that right. before in the past, people worked them out. They went to their pastors or family members, and they, they worked out their problems, and they didn't just because someone messed up and you just cut them off and then throw them away. You know, you love them through their them. problems and, and try to mm-hmm. work it out. And that has to be the day. So many times people mess up and you just discard them. And, you know, right. sometimes you have to know when to work it out and, and to get help. We as a people, you know, our people, we are so fearful of that word counsel. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't need no counsel. Ain't nobody telling me what to do. And a lot of times well, we I'm not in a relationship like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing, the, the thing that I tell people in general, like, we all get counseling every day because you all have that friend that you call about any question or concern that you may have in regards to life in general. So we all get some type of counseling. It's just that that person who we're getting counseling from may not have a degree to back that up or a license to back that up. You know, so you you get it some way, shape, or form. But I, but I also think, like, on the front end, like, if you have that real good, you know, conversation that's plural with your mate or your wife or your or, or your um girlfriend, boyfriend, about, you know, the things in which you like, the things in which you don't like, your, you know, your deal breakers, you know, how can we work through these things? If you have those particular conversations about, you know, that particular person in general, I mean, I think that would help because you will know what you're working with, how to meet that person halfway, and how to compromise. Because so much on the end, like you rush into getting into something, and then all of a sudden you find out how that person really is, and then what happens? It don't work out. True that. Very true. Um, I know this. We we you know I did have this one last clip right here, Al. Um, that I'm I would like to play, and it, it's kind of a different mode of uh, what okay. we just talked about. But you know this is a part of relationship that's very important. Also, 
and uh, from the lady that you know that we got this whole conversation sparked from, she feels that this is very important, and, and you know I know it's important. I think all of us think it's important, so I'm gonna just play it, mm-hmm. and y'all tell me what y'all think about this after the conclusion of this clip. The last thing, ladies, but the one that is really important: you can't hold the kitty hostage. You can't do that. You can't have a headache every night. You can't go to bed with your head tied up and them sweatpants on every night. Some of y'all women wear more clothes to bed with your man than you wear in the streets. Mm. Now, men are a little bit different from us. In honesty, that helps to create the bond of intimacy between you. Some men express themselves sexually with you more so than they will verbally. Some men can really feel a certain way about you at a certain time and make passionate love to you. Sometimes they just want to release some stress and they may not be the last of the red hot lovers. But in any event, it is a connection with you. And when you deny them physical intimacy, it actually hurts their feelings. It pisses them off, but you're hurting their feelings. The other thing, ladies, is that if you deny him that, please know that that may be the catalyst or that might be the tipping point that makes him start thinking about tipping. Now, I'm not saying that these things are to be done just to keep him if he is not worth keeping, but if you have a man who's making the effort to be good to you, Take the time to learn about some things that are important to men, to him especially. This may not be the same for every man, but if a man is taking the time to be good to you, learn how to be good to him. Learn what's important to him. Because the truth be told, ladies, some of us make me wonder. Some of us make me feel sorry for the men I see you with. And some of us have not learned that good men are all around us, but they're not to be taken for granted either. Remember this too. Give him what he wants, because what you won't do, there is some woman that will. And don't be surprised if you find out that that woman that will might just do it better. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Can't 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 hold that hostage. <laughs> that is a part of the bonding process in a relationship. I know we have been taught to uh, look at sex as taboo. Um, we really don't discuss it as, as much and, and openly as we should. And not in a perverted way, but it's a natural, beautiful thing. But you do have some that use it as a weapon. Yeah. As a weapon. But if you're in the right frame of mind and understand that, you know, it's not just him getting what he wants. You're getting what you want. Therefore, you also are bonding with each other and you have your moment to connect. It makes your relationship stronger. Now, sometimes sex don't solve all the problems. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, people, if you got a, a good, 
good, good, good, good thing going. Don't mess it up. <laughs> right. Right. So, but she 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 definitely brought up some some great points, um, especially with that. Because um, I mean, of course, you know what I mean. I mean, you know, we more physical than emotional. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, we more yeah. physical than emotional. So, I mean, especially if we come home and you got them tight pants, man. I mean, it's so bad. Going down. Oh Jesus. Going down. I'm being honest. <laughs> oh Jesus. Just no, being honest. What she said is is very true, and you know, you just have to learn how to, you know, it's just a lot of things that were taught to girls, and like you know, the caller had said earlier, you know, what's being told on social media and such, you know, where you know, sex is your weapon instead of sex is a, a bonding thing, a special thing, but you know, to link you and the person that you love, you know, it just has to be restructured how we think of it as a society. Right, right. Well, um, um, our man, uh, Mr. Harris, that called in a little bit earlier, he said uh, he hit me up on Facebook. He said, "Tell these ladies stop coming to bed looking tore up every night." You ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. You know, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, though. You know, that's a beautiful part of the relationship. And and also, if you if you think about the aspect of of the actions of a queen, these are the process that you need to go through. I see we have another caller. Uh, that would like to get in. Um, Caller zero, and they dropped out. Zero. Uh, if you if you want to get back in the conversation, press the number one again, and we'll bring you in. I see you went in and came back out. Um, but you know, you you got to definitely understand not arguing with your man, and, and understanding that if you embarrass him, you ain't you ain't gonna get too far with him. The cooking is a great thing. Uh, you know, it's not only you showing your respect and love for him. He's going to show his appreciation for you by definitely right. eating food if you know how to cook. Uh, right. Having the respect for him and also the bedroom sex. That is very important and, you know, all that. These are thoughts and actions of a queen. Hmm. So, yeah. Thoughts and actions of a queen. Well, I enjoyed this show tonight. If anyone would like to make a comment before we leave out, because I know we have a lot of CP time people. You can press number one if you're on our phone lines right now. If you're out there on the Internet land, out there listening to us right now, dial 718-508-9972. Matter of fact, somebody just pressed the number one caller. You are live with the middleman. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? I uh, I, 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 I actually kind of didn't want to comment because um, I, didn't, I didn't hear, um, I didn't get to hear the whole show. And I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to, uh, 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 say anything that, that somebody either already said, or I don't know whether it was covered or not. So mm-hmm. I was I was waiting on um, I was waiting on 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 I guess the the part to be brought up about the the head of household thing and yeah. the roles and stuff like that. And then I'm sure you you've already covered it. Yeah, we kind of um, elaborated on that a little bit earlier. But if you have a thought on it, man, feel free to you know you know go ahead and put it out there. Um. Well, I feel like I feel like right now between black men and black women, there's a lot of uh, man and woman stroking going on, where like either each side is um, stroking each other's egos. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I think that the women, um, the women, it, even though even though the, personally I believe the women don't know where the hell they're going, um, but um, I think the women have have it more together as they 
they at least minimally understand that in order to not be dependent on a man, um, they need to have their finances in order. Men, on the other hand, you know, they think it's all about swag and romance and what's going on in the bedroom. And, you know, they think that, that they're going to be respected by black women and they're currently not respected by black women. And, you know, uh, women are clever and, you know, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the community. Um, but, you know, they're, they, you know, really, for the most part, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm being general when I say this, you know, they want, they want the power or the perception of power that, that, right. that's going on out here. They don't, you know, you know, they'll tell a man money's not important until they find themselves in a relationship with him, and then the first chance that he can't, um, you know, handle a certain responsibility because it requires resources or it's going to require her resources or whatever, then that's, that's when it gets brought up. It doesn't that's get brought true. up before that. You know, when they, want to, when they want to be in a relationship, it doesn't get brought up. And then when you look at, you know, the, the, the lack of economic opportunities in the black community created by black men, which is you got these boys out here in the streets hustling and everything else, mm-hmm. when you look at, um, you know, the lack of media promotion of the black woman as, the, you know, the standard of beauty even within her own community, uh, which, you know, again, media is, um, you know, that, that requires money. I mean, every aspect of maintaining the physical infrastructure of a community requires money. But, like, oftentimes when I hear these about, you know, women and, and men having exchanges about relationships, you know, you know, a lot of times men will come with, you know, the idea of money's not important. And then surprisingly the women will come in with the idea that money's not important at least when he has it or he, at least when he doesn't have it. As long as she got it, everything's straight and everything will just work out. Um, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't work out because women are not the, the builders of um, the community. Men are. True that. True Most that. You know we're going to I, I think with that. that. I think that he makes a really good point where we didn't touch on so much where the, the money aspect because especially now with so many black women being – you know, climbing up the corporate ladder and they make some, in some situations, they make more than their man. A lot of women equate money or monetary value to your power. You know, if I, if you have, if I have more money than you, I'm more powerful than you. And if you don't have more money than me, then you're weak. And then therefore I have to take a dominant role where, you know, we have to get, again, you know, teach our girls where, you know, if you have that man and he doesn't make as much as you, you know, support him, you know, have his back. No, I see, you know, see, 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 I disagree with that. That's that's the type of rhetoric that I, that I emphatically disagree with. I mean, if he, who, he or she who has the gold has the power. I mean, I mean, put it, draw a situation where a woman's making $100,000 and a man is making $50,000. Okay, and, and the idea is men are supposed to be the maintainers of the physical aspects of the community. So if he's, if, the, if we go with this idea of 50-50, okay, she's not going to be living a $50,000 lifestyle. She's going to be living her $100,000 lifestyle. And if he's contributing 50% to her $100,000 lifestyle, that's 100% of his generated income. She still has 50% left over, $50,000 left over, to do whatever the heck she wants to do. And, and I'm saying that that comes up in the relationship when it starts coming to, you know, decisions and where you're going to live and let's say, let's say she gets pregnant, okay, he, he's not going and she's taken off of work or whatever or maybe she loses her job. He's not going to be in the position to maintain the lifestyle that she has created for herself. That type of situation is going to create problems. So the idea of, of – For who? If, 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 
for, for who though? For, her. for the man for her. or the woman. That's what happens to a lot of us women. The men out there have the problem, especially women that are in corporate America. You know, I date a I'll date a blue collar guy. I will. I'll have a problem. But they have a problem. Not me. But no, 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 no. Yeah, of course you will. Of course you will date a blue collar man because during the relationship, you have final say on what goes down because you control the finances and the resources. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what dudes don't pick up on. Okay, of course you're going to say, oh, it's going to be fine because you are the one that's at the, at the helm. You're, you're at, the, at the steering wheel. Okay, he's got to go with your program. If you say, babe, we're moving out to L.A., he got to move with you. Okay, or he's moving into your house. You're not moving into his house. If he's my husband, I will, anyone that I make will agree to be in my husband, I will respect my role in his. Here's, here's, I, here's, my, here's my question. Here's my I will not try to over-dominate him. Why? Aren't you guys seeking, who, why aren't you, you know, seeking if we're going men to, who are I more established than you? In a restaurant, just so it appears that they're paying. I, I just, I'm not that type of person. Well, okay, hey, you I, know I, what? I, I, I get that, but uh, why? But hey. why? My, my question is, why aren't you seeking men who are more established than you? See, see, well, brothers okay. don't understand. Well, hold, on, brother, brother, hold on, hold on, brother. Hold okay. on, brother. What we gonna do? What we gonna do? You guys have opened a whole nother door in this house. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna indulge into this conversation on another show, and I definitely want you to call back in so you can bring up these great I, points. Yeah, we agree I, with I, a I, lot I, that you're saying. Um, you know what I'm saying, Jen? You you about to make Jen blow up over here? <laughs> but uh, man, we appreciate hey, you tonight, man, and I thank you for calling and saying what you just said. So please stay tuned in to these shows. Keep uh, you know keep keep up you know keep on our updates and everything. And we're definitely going to have a show topic for you in that conversation. All right. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Please call back. <laughs> All right, everybody, tonight you listen to Actions and Thoughts of a Queen. And I'll let them know what we talked about. And we appreciate everybody that's listening online right now, everybody that's listening on the telephone right now, the web, everything. We appreciate you guys. Um, our people over in the web chat know me. Uh, we appreciate you for calling in. Well, not calling in, but uh, putting up some stuff on the web chat. Thank you very much, and to all the guests, and I'll let them know what we talked about tonight. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, we appreciate everyone for living in, but tonight we talked about the ashes and thoughts of a queen, pretty much we wanted to, to indulge in the needs of a man, like what though a man really want, like, excuse me, need, excuse me. I didn't include the word want in, in this particular conversation because those are, you know, uh, immediate things. We want to know what are the needs as far as long term. So, of course, we we, we we discussed the physical and emotional side of, of the differences of the needs of a man. We also discussed the differences between um, the, the, uh, of how our grandparents were raised versus uh, our current generation, and we also talked about how does this affect our children, you know, what, what are the decisions that our children are going to make, how are their relationships are going to look towards the future. So if you go back and listen to this particular show, please click on Actions and Thoughts of a Woman. Send that out to your friends and other friends where we'll have a further conversation on a similar topic on down the way. Check us out next Sunday for a great topic on the elementary of genocide. We will have a, a guest that we're going to interview next week on this particular topic. Also, tune in to us this Thursday on our Talk of the Town segment of the Middleman Talk Show. We will have a great show. Uh, today and uh, on Thursday, excuse me, mm-hmm. and for your at work network, Tuesday morning takeover, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern time. Give y'all something good to listen to as far as independent R&B, all yeah. independent. At work network. 
get to hear our, um, get to hear me early in the morning while I'm sleeping, oh, wasting coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. But man, once again, we appreciate everybody. Jen, you got anything you want to say before we go ahead and turn this thing on out? Yeah, um, if y'all guys haven't seen Twelve Years a Slave, please go see this movie. Please support this movie. You know, just like you support every other movie, it's so important. Um, it was a great movie, and I was totally moved, and I want everyone to go see it. All right, we will definitely go check out that movie. Support your independent uh, films out there also. Uh, you know, we need more varieties of movies. All right, y'all, once again, one up, one down. We appreciate you guys. Tune in next week. It's going down, middleman. The middleman shouted. Big Chris shout yeah. it. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for? Go take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to rip. Shop. Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m., blog talk, radio.com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening in the middle me? Hey, what's happening in the middle me? Hey, what's happening in blog talk, radio.com, the middle me. Have, have y'all have y'all really noticed something though? Guess what? What Nick at? What? I'm just saying, what Nick at? Notice what? Where's Nick? Oh, where in the world is Nicky? Give him give him one of those red you know red uh hats, red and white sweater. <laughs> Where's Waldo? Nah, I know where he at. I'm just chilling. <laughs> I'm just tripping, man. Big shout out to our man, Nick Eaton. If um, you want to hear some great R&B, go get that Flight 1980 from my man. Support that good music. We'll see you next week. Yeah. I'm over here Bye-bye, eating everybody. my big image. Ain't no air trying to run out the building. Go get him some wings. Slow it down. Anyway, don't forget to vote for us on SouthernEntertainmentAwards.com at Slept On Radio Personality of the Year. Stop hating. Buy me and my big sandwich while you're in it, weighing me, sir. Go up. Yes. Go get you some wine. Go ahead. Ain't shame. Nothing. Go down. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.